welcome, welcome to this third episode of Season 2 of the Female Sex Podcast. If you are listening on Anchor, thank you once again for finding me. I do appreciate it. Pass it on. If you are not finding me on Anchor, pass through the blog. I'm at thefemalesexatblogspot.com. It is a private blog, so you'll have to request an invite. So send an invite to tt.james at no no sorry send an email i have too many emails too many businesses too many ventures going so this one is thefemalesex at gmail.com please send your invite with add me to the reading list in the subject line to thefemalesex at gmail.com And I'm going to take this time, since I made a Freudian slip, to just shout out my business, uh, My Sacred Blood. And you can reach me with comments, questions, suggestions, requests, whatever, at tt.james at mysacredblood.com. So I'm going to do a shameless plug there for that. You'll also find me in and around the internet at The Female Sex on all your uh, major social media sites and at my sacred blood on all your social major media sites let's get into this one because this one is a doozy okay there is a a lot to cover and so i'm gonna go around in such a way that you might seem a little bit confused but just bear with me because it will come back around the theme or the topic of this post today is why the sacred whore was always the level up. That was always the goal. And we're going to find out how we got there. Now, this fascinates me because my last name, of course, is James. And James is a variation of the name Jacob, which is a variation of Jacob or whatever is the biblical Israel right? So there was kind of a connection there and I was always fascinated with that connection. And so I researched my name quite a while ago, but I never really understood exactly what that story was about. And I later on came to the conclusion that it's an allegory. But uh, we're not going to talk too much about the biblical stuff because as far as I'm concerned, it's all smokes and mirrors, okay? It's all put there to hide the one true fact, and that is that the sacred whore or the female is the person or the black female, the dark woman, what we call black here on earth, is the physical manifestation of the great L or of the mother, the cosmic womb, and the closest thing that we have on earth that imitates that cosmic womb, that divine feminine energy is the black woman. And in this one, we're going to cover, you know what? Let's just get into it. Let's start with the curse of Canaan, because a lot of us, we tend to think that this has something to do with a curse upon the entire black race, 
this is not necessarily a curse on the black race. It was one of the curses that was placed on women. We know that the curse or the curse is another name for the period. And the original curse, the first curse was the curse of Eve. So Eve was cursed for seeking truth and knowledge or for eating the forbidden fruits of knowledge. Now, this curse of Canaan is actually a curse on the dark woman. We're just going to call the darks black here because, of course, that's the lingo. And so we're just going to stick with it just for the sake of clarity. But we're talking about the dark woman. Now, a lot of the blacks tend to think that this curse has to do with them, okay? That the people of Canaan are black people who were cursed. And it doesn't actually say that in the, in the Bible itself. But then there are other scriptures that all go together. So your Bible, your Torah, your um, Quran, every religious text stems from the Code of Hammurabi, or yeah, the original written Code of Law, which was originally written to suppress and oppress the female. And there's a reason why they wanted to do that is because the woman had such a great power. Well, they felt that her menstrual blood was such a great power, but she herself was so powerful that they had to restrict her, like physically restrict her movements. But we're not going to get into that. I don't want to get into the period talk, but this stems from all of that. But of course, the blacks tend to think because of course, they tend to want to stick with what they read in the scriptures even though the scriptures that they're reading is in English only, a lot of the blacks don't, or a lot of the, you know, let's not make any assumptions, but you know, a lot of the blacks don't tend not to speak more than one language. And um, whether they speak French, they don't speak a lot of English. And whether they speak English, they don't speak a lot of French or Spanish or whatever. We don't expand on our language. It seems like the only time they really understand another language is when they're talking about it in a religious or biblical sense. Like when they're reading a spiritual text, they all of a sudden become bilingual. But for the most part, the majority of blacks are not bilingual. Of course, there are many of us who are, but the majority are not so they confuse the text, but, you know, in the, in the French language and even in the Spanish, the word for curse is malédiction and in Spanish is maldition, maldition or whatever, right? And it means to condemn and in the legal sense, it means a wrongly enacted law. So the curse of Canaan is, uh, we're talking about a law that was enacted. So this was an agreement between men. So let's keep that in mind. The curse of Canaan is an agreement between men. It was actually possibly not even a written law, but it was a law. It could have been written and now it's been hidden from the books. But this was a law or an agreement, a contract that the black male made with the Israelites. And make no mistake about it, the Israelites were not black. That story is about the Europeans' journey down to Chemite, to down south, to find the peaceful sun. Now, the peaceful sun that they were looking for was a place where they could live 
in peace, you know, without getting burned. So the story of Noah is kind of an allegory for the story of the European. So the European is coming from up north. The weather is harsh. Their children are dying. They can't really uh, survive in that climate anymore. And so they had to move. And so these Europeans have always been nomadic people. They're survivalists. They've always had to move around and travel just so that they can find the right place to live. But in their travels, they're finding that, you know, many tribes and many peoples have already settled in all of these places. And so a lot of the time they would be kicked out of these places. We hear the story a lot about how the Jews were kicked out of this land or kicked out of that land. And it's not really necessarily in that sense. It's just that they didn't, they couldn't really settle somewhere that was already defined as the territory of another tribe. And so these people, these nomadic European people, fair-skinned people, were traveling from the north looking for a place to be, a place to live and to thrive and to, to prosper. And they just could not find that. So now their babies are dying, they're not surviving, their population is going down, and they're getting desperate. And so this is why the Bible is written within that area, because this is the story of their travels. This is their story. In fact, the Israelites, are they wrote or the Hebrews took their language from the so-called Canaanites or from the dark people. You know, they developed their um, intellect and writing and language and things like that after having visited all these different countries or all these different territories in their travels. And so when they wrote this monotheistic text, the the Hebrew text, text, the first um, one God religion was written by these people because they saw all these people and they learned from these people. They lived amongst these people. They learned their language. They adapted to their environment and they saw one theme and that's these people worship too many gods. And so they decided that they're going to write a story about just the one God with one rule and they're going to put down the commandments, blah, 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 right? But the purpose of all that, the entire religion, was to completely destroy the so-called blacks, okay, and to write them out of history. So these people rewrote the history, all of these allegories and codes and stories and things like that, and it tended not really to give credit where it was due, okay? So this is their story. It is their book, and you're welcome to believe in it, but you just understand what you're believing in a lot of um blacks would want to justify well it's our book it's our text well technically yes because they learned from the dark people but these books any books having to do with a monotheist god a one god belongs to the hebrews or the white or european fair-skinned europeans okay and so So let's just quickly start with uh, the story of Noah, because this is also an allegory. So Noah, the name Noah means rest. And then the word, um, uh, his son, uh, well, the story of Noah goes like this. The name Noah means to rest. Okay, so the story is while Noah was sleeping 
or he got drunk and then fell asleep in his tent okay first of all why was this guy even getting drunk and he has three kids so why is he even drunk and naked in the first place but this guy gets drunk and naked supposedly okay and then he falls asleep and his youngest son they say son as in uh s-o-n but this is an allegory and so they're talking about the son and the son is the youngest son is the early morning sun okay and that's what ham means ham means hot so this son comes in and the story says or as the israelites have written it the hebrews of today the jewish people have written it to claim that noah was raped by his son so he was violated by his youngest son and this is the story that the blacks want to claim they want to claim that you know their descendants had raped their father. Okay, so these Noah had three European white male children. Okay, and then his son, or the S-U-N, violates him. So he got burnt. That's the story. That's the allegory. But we want to pretend like there was really a man called Noah who really had three sons who really went on to populate the earth. Okay, but that is not what happened. But again everyone's free to believe what they want you know so Noah eventually or Noah's descendants there's a whole lot of he begot that and this begot that but Isaac comes from that line that bloodline of course everybody comes from the bloodline because Noah had to populate the earth repopulate the earth but in any event Isaac had two sons one called Yakub and the other one called Esau. And Esau was this redheaded, like, hunter, and um, he was strong, and it was his birthright, you know. He was supposed to be the older child, so he would have been the heir, let's say, you know. And, but jo Jacob wasn't, and Jacob was this hater, and he just was always jealous of his brother Esau. And the name Jacob means to take by force or to take something unjustly, something that doesn't necessarily belong to you, like a usurper in a sense. And so that's what Jacob did. Esau was like, if you want to be the heir, go ahead and be the heir. Like he, he wasn't even really checking for that. You know, he didn't need to because he was this virile, strong hunter. Okay. So Jacob, the beggar, it wrestles with God. So he's not physically wrestling with God, but he's kind of having uh, these thoughts. It's funny because the one God didn't even come yet until after, but, it, you know, the way it's written, they write it as if there was always a one God. The one God didn't come until after they left Canaan. Anyway, Yes, it is confusing because it was meant to be confusing. Uh, but anyway, so this I um, Israel or Jacob wrestles with God. He's having trouble. So he's fighting with his own consciousness pretty much. OK, and then he changes his name to Israel after, you know, after the battles. I go into more details of this in the blog and then he comes out as Israel. OK, and then he goes on to father these children who would go on to be the 12 tribes of Israel or the 12 sons of Jacob. OK, 
okay, or the children of the 12 sons of Jacob. And so these, all these children supposedly walk down into, into uh, Canaan, into the land of Canaan. But we're talking about uh, the land of Egypt, what we know as Egypt today. We're going to use the terms that we know today just so that we stay, you know, we don't get confused. But uh, he takes his whole clan, and they're still traveling. These are nomadic people. They're still Europeans. You know, if you follow the story, you'll follow that all these... Noah, supposedly, his ark was supposedly built somewhere where Turkey exists today. So these people have always been traveling from the north down to the south. Okay, so now they get to Kemite, or they get to this land called Egypt, and it's too hot. But what did they do when they get there? Now they get there and because their women are having trouble producing children, that's why in the Bible you'll hear a lot of stories of women who cannot breed, okay, who are having fertility issues because this was one of the major issues of the European that they could, they, it wasn't breeding with other European women was just not conducive to their, to their survival. They would they realized that they would burn sooner. Their their offspring were burning. You know that it's a degradation because white, of course, is a genetic mutation. And the more you interbreed with that, the more you get a degradation of a, a genetic degradation. And so you're supposed to kind of for them to survive, they were supposed to adulterate which is what leads us to what happened in Kemite or Canaan or whatever. You know, Canaan today, in, it includes Egypt, okay, or Israel, but back then I, it was something separate, I guess. But what they did was, uh, quite literally, they were committing adultery with the black women or the dark women of Kemet, okay, and that's where the word adultery comes from, from the same word as adulterate, to mix or to make impure. So by mixing or interbreeding. And so this is what these Europeans were doing. They were interbreeding with the dark women, again, along their ventures, okay? And so the dark men realize that this is what they're doing in order to ensure their survival, that they're interbreeding with these mixed women. So this whole thing about interracial sex, this goes way back to like the beginning of time because the European male in order for him to survive he had to interbreed with the darker women and they found that when they did that that their children came out stronger okay and healthier and they lived longer and so for them it made a lot of sense to interbreed with black women so let's take a quick little break here and then we're going to come back and find out well, what the heck happened after they started committing adultery or having adulterated sex with these black women. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. So just as a quick recap. So these European males are traveling from the north, coming down uh, further south to look for a peaceful sun, to look for a place where they can live in peace and prosper and have babies and to be fruitful and multiply and all that. But as throughout their travels, they're getting booted out. So maybe the Asiatic people booted them out, you know, of what's known as Asia today. And, you know, the brown, what we call Indian people booted them out. You know, they're learning along the way because we find a lot of um, Hindu and um, Buddhist uh, ideology is incorporated into the Hebrew religious text or whatever. So they're traveling and everywhere they go, they get booted out, okay, until they get to Kemet. And this is the problem with the dark-skinned male, okay, or the black male, his insecurities that exist to today. You know, people say as above, so below, as within, so without all the time, but I don't think they quite understand the concept of that. Because exactly as things happened uh, 50,000 years ago is exactly how they're happening today. You have to look no further than the people in front of you to know that exactly what's happening today is what, exactly how things played out thousands of years ago. Men have not changed because men don't know how to um, do something completely new and different. Well, again, there's nothing new under the sun, okay? So let's talk about this same old story that we've been talking about for years, the interracial uh, breeding or interbreeding, okay? So these European males are finding it beneficial to them to mix with and breed with the dark woman, to adulterate with this woman. And that's where the word whore comes from. It's an adulterer. So this is a person who mixes or interbreeds. The, the original sense of the word was an, to adulterate means, you know, they're mixing and interbreeding. Okay. And so these were the sacred whores because this mixing was the great secret. It was the cure. You know, it was the elixir. It's what would have assured their life. This was alchemy for them to intermingle with the black woman. So the dark man or the black man sees this happening and he's not going to have it. He sees that these men, he waited that long, yes. And to see that these men were producing strong, mixed breed men, fair skinned men who were as strong as they were, as strong as a dark man, possibly even stronger, but he was fair-skinned, he was even more attractive, so the women were even more attracted to him. And he's seeing this happening, that they're creating this whole race of mixed-race um, mixed people. But the mixed-race people, of course, were going to be loyal to the father because these laws have already been written for these children to be loyal to the father, okay? The, the first law of Hammurabi says that if your woman opposes you, that you need to bust her in the mouth with a hot brick. They wrote that down. And so the laws were already written that you're going to be faithful to your father. And their father was a white man. So they're going to be faithful to their fathers. 
And so they're multiplying and being fruitful and have interbreeding with the black woman, the adulterer, and now they're surviving. Now they're um, multiplying. Now they can, and their offspring can live under the sun. So the black man made a deal with these men. He's like, they're seeing that this is not beneficial to them anymore. And so they decide that they're going to boot them out too. You know, everyone boot them out sooner, but the black man, for whatever reason, let the white man stay. Okay. Stay long enough to learn. Uh, Not only did they let him stay, but they taught him all his crafts. They gave them their books. We're always told that the white man came in and snatched everything, you know, ravished the black man. But if that doesn't ring true, because we know that, you know, all things being equal, more than likely, if we are to say that the black man is the dominant, genetically dominant force, then how could he possibly have been overpowered by a white male? There had to have been some sort of an agreement. And no agreement was being made between women and men at the time, because after the laws were written, it was men who were put in charge. Women were in charge before the written word. But as soon as the written word came and as soon as written laws came um, or these curses, you know, were enacted, the women were not making agreements with the men. Yes. And women are still exalted in the text. We still see that women get uh, revered and, you know, sometimes we'll hear one and a few stories here and there, or, you know, you can pick up a few clues by looking at the artifacts that women had um, a major role to play. But the major role that they play is that they were naturally powerful beings, that women were the elixir. And so, yes, of course, that you know, those secrets are hidden. But um, of course, the black man made an agreement with this European. So they agreed that if you leave Egypt now, you know, they tell us the story about the exodus out of Egypt and how Moses took his people out and all this other bullshit. You know, he wrote him, you know, he wrote um, the Ten Commandments. One of those Ten Commandments was you um, shall not commit adultery. So it, that means you're not supposed to race mix. So they actually put it in the text. These are what they came up with. This was an agreement that they made amongst their people. Look, they're giving us the land of the peaceful sun. Heru means the sun and uh, Salam means peaceful. So Jerusalem is the land of the peaceful sun. And the Canaanites were ruling that land at the time. And so they agreed to let them have it. Okay. They agreed to let these people go over there and they wouldn't bother them if they just stayed over here. And that's why the Israelites or the today's Israelis are fighting so hard for that land because they were promised that land. That is their promised land. And that's why they call it the promised land because the dark skinned man promised him that land. And now they're over there fighting and not even knowing what they're fighting for. They don't realize that this is an ancient, ancient agreement that they made. And they made this agreement because they didn't want the European mixing with the sacred whore. And that brings us to today with all this WAP and all this, you know, the degradation of the black female and wanting to turn black men into women. It's a way of 
Um, it's not just about creating, you know, the sex equality or gender fluidity and, you know, moving to transhumanism. Not really. It's, it's a way to, before getting there, to degrade, utterly degrade the black man because the black man has reneged on his promise. Even after they made the promise, they still went up there and, and, um, tried to, um, invade Europe. You know, the Moors still went into Europe and took over that part of the land because they'd already promised um, Jerusalem to the is to the Israelites or to the European nomads. Okay, and so now they go up there and they're for whatever reason, maybe you know they're feeling like haters <laughs> as usual, and so they felt like they had to compete and rape the white women. It's not beneficial for a black male to breed with a white woman. But it is beneficial for a white male to breed with a black woman, okay? And the only benefit that it would have for a black male to breed with a white woman would be for the white woman. It would ensure her survival or the survival of her offspring. So nobody benefited there, okay? Uh, in between those unions, between the, the Moorish men and, and the white females in Europe. But they did it anyway, and they probably just did it to either to be spiteful or they were tricked into doing it, that the European male sent the white female to breed with these men or agreed to have the white female breed with these men, you know, as a way of outsmarting him, as a way for the European to outsmart the black male. So anyway, so they made this agreement. So we're, we're going to come back here into modern time, and we're going to talk about the sacred whore, because these whores... These adulterists are the secrets to life. Now, this is where the level up game comes in because I was, I found it funny that the whole level up story led to WAP or led back to uh, the black whore, you know, and it only makes sense because it was always the black whore that I always said that that is the highest level. And that's why now today to be a whore is nothing. You know, everybody wants to be a whore. Everybody wants money before they have sex with someone. You know, it's not as degrading as it was before. Now we're talking about um, pedophilia. That's the thing that's wrong, you know. But whoredom itself is now popular. People are doing um, OnlyFans online. You know, in the mainstream, mainstream tech companies are supporting whore culture. Uh, we just had Joe Biden doing the interview with, um, her name escapes me, Cardi B. And, you know, that would have been unheard of even five years ago. Okay, but now it's come around, it's come or is starting to reveal itself that of this connection between the sacred whore and the black woman. The black woman was always the secret whore or the sacred whore, the sacred adulteress. Okay, who can be the elixir of life and who can give life and to ensure life uh, or the survival of any. Um, not just the human species, but of any race, okay? You know, men see themselves as different species now, but it's only the black woman who can ensure that only her blood 
was able to promise that or to do that. And so now we're seeing that today, but it's a huge secret. And it's the only reason why black women have been uh, so long degraded. But if you understand that, yes, this is a curse. If you want to look at it as the curse of Canaan was a curse against the blacks, then absolutely. But it was a curse that ended up hurting the black woman. You know, the black man today, he's just standing around with his dick in his hand, feeling stupid for what he had done because he made a bad deal. It was a bad agreement. That's why you'll never hear um, a black um, male or any of these nations that are ruled by black men even talking about Israel, you know, and, and the wrongs that they do. They, they can't touch that, you know, because they've already promised these people that this is where you can be. And so they have no say in that anymore. You know, these men feel powerless because now look what these men have done. They didn't just stop there. You know, they've now conquered the world. They didn't stop traveling. They didn't stop moving. When you are a nomad, when your life depends on your ability to move and to adapt, that's what you're going to do. They had to leave the north to travel down. And then they had to keep moving as people kicked them out. They had to find new territory. They had to survive. You know, people who are sitting around in the Garden of Eden with all their fruits and this and that, you know, all the water and all the resources that they can ask for, they don't need to move around. They were not desperate enough to move around. And so the European male, being desperate as he was, ended up traveling the world and conquering the world. We want to tell ourselves that that wasn't his story, that it's a lie. You know, of course, a, a lot of it is not true. You know, we can't say anymore what's true and what's not, because everything that is written was written or was meant to be a lie. Nothing that is written is meant to be the truth. The whole purpose of putting things in writing is to manipulate the language and to manipulate the truth and to make it into what you want it to be. And of course, we know that history is written by the victors. So the books that we're reading could not have been written by the people who lost. So it, it just logically, you know, these are not books that are written or the texts that are written by the blacks okay a lot of it was taken from them but it wasn't these books that we're reading today or that we worship today we i use that term lightly you know the these books were written by clearly the victors all right so when we're talking about this level up game and this is a promise that Within the next five years, I don't even think it should even take that long. You know, this is the decade um, of, what is it? The international decade of for people of African descent, something like that. And it ran from around 2018 or 2015, and it'll go until 2024. Don't quote me on that. I just know for a fact that it ends in 2024. So we'll say 2014 to 2024 since it's the international decade, okay? So this whole thing is going to play out and it's going to come see itself come to an end at the end of the decade. It's already been planned out, you know, so we still have some time left, you know. Um, if you're an American, you have one more president left to go through before the blacks uh, this curse ends, you know, 
before they can rewrite this law. But no justice is going to come. No peace is going to come. No nothing. And that's why they keep talking about justice and peace and justice and peace. Because when we talk about justice, we're talking about the law. And when we're talking about peace, we're talking about that that peace that was promised, you know. And so the two go together, the justice and the peace. And that black people are always begging for the justice and the peace because they made a promise that they couldn't even keep. And so now... You know, they've been begging all this time, but this curse is supposed to be lifted in 2024. So we'll watch and see. But at that time, it'll be revealed or by that time, everybody's going to be a whore. OK, <laughs> it's going to be revealed that the sacred whore was um, was the prize all along. And everybody's well, all, people are already doing it. Everyone's already doing it. Every, everyone's already um striving to become the black whore quite literally you know the images that we see today of the women who are you know ultra made up and these images even of trans men or even the drag queens were doing it first before anyone else you know they were imitating you know the big lips and the big butt the the whole image was taken from the, the original black woman, you know, this sacred whore. And so everyone's now imitating it, including black women. Unfortunately, black women are imitating the imitation of themselves. But now everyone is, is slowly but surely becoming the black whore, even down to the children. They have the young kids, you know, on TikTok and all the other um, uh, social media sites, you know, doing they have a kitty version of the WAP. Like, come on, <laughs> that alone should tell you that they're trying to infiltrate the minds of the children and to get these children to want to live like that and be like that. And people are putting their children online and the children are dancing and the parents are like, go whatever, go whatever, while their children are like getting down. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But anyway, that is a wrap. That is just the gist of it. Of course, it goes a lot deeper than that, but we only got an hour on this podcast here, me talking and rambling to myself, telling stories to you. So we're not going to drag it out any longer than that. But <laughs> anyway, we will call this a wrap. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you in the next one.